Hey, just a reminder that friend of the show and sketch card artist Ben Abusada is giving Rebel Base Card listeners 20% off sketch cards in his Etsy store. If you go to Etsy.com slash shop slash KSGeekman and use the code RebelBaseCard, you'll get 20% off of sketch cards. You can find the link in the show notes. All right, let's do the show. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, and you're listening to the Rebel Base Card Podcast. Great pull, kid. You found something. You found the Rebel Base Card Podcast. What a piece of junk. I'm your host, Greg McLaughlin. He's as clumsy as he is stupid. Join me as we discuss Star Wars trading cards and card collecting. We need a statement, not a manifesto. We'll talk about sets from the original vintage. No, no, the one I'm pointing to. All the way to current releases. This? Yes. All right, let's get started. Commence primary ignition. Welcome back, or if this is your first episode, welcome aboard. My name is Greg McLaughlin, and this is the Rebel Base Card Podcast. On the program today, it's a great story that involves a sketch card, the artist behind the sketch card, and the collector who collects those sketch cards, and a friendship that goes back some 30 years. And in some cases, it really points out just how great this hobby can be. But first, I'll set things up. I want to play you a little audio of the card that I pulled last weekend, and that's going to help set things up. Here, let's pull pull this last one and see what the hit from this is. Oh, wait a minute. What is this? This is a sketch card. Boom. Wow. Wow. That is an amazing sketch card. Holy crap. Finally get a chance to pull one. Awesome. Look at that. What's it on this side? Well, uh, yeah. Nice job, Steven. I think you gave me some good luck today. Man, look at that hit. Wow. I have no idea how I'm going to store that, but that is a really nice sketch card. Dang. So to give you some context of what that was is I was uh, doing an Instagram live uh, of me working on the, my previous show and I'd had some cards that I hadn't had a chance to open yet. And actually what that was was a, a Return of the Jedi black and white box, hobby box that I hadn't had a chance to really open yet. And uh, I opened and what I found was a trifold sketch card of Leia on the speeder bike from Return of the Jedi, and, and it was just an amazing trifold card. And I had put that up on a Facebook group that I am in, and that's when really the fun started, uh, because right away someone had reached out and had made me an offer for the card right away. And I sometimes, you know, like it's one of those where this is uh, one of the first sketch cards I've ever really pulled from a box, and the fun is to try to find the sketch card artist and just kind of reach out and go, hey, I got your card. Uh, maybe use that as an introduction to go, let's talk about it, because as a collector, you really want to get the story behind the card. I think that makes um, a piece in your collection uh, even more valuable, if not necessarily monetary-wise, but you can kind of get this bond between you uh, and the piece you're collecting, and if you can kind of get the artist or the, or the, you know, who, who made that, it, it would just make it even better. But as I learned more and more from uh, this fella who collects the cards from this particular sketch card artist, it was a lot, there was a lot more to this. And what I found is that the, uh, the sketch card was from an artist named Kelly Baber and uh, his good friend Mac Dietrich 
Uh, they've known each other uh, some 30 years. When I kind of found out more about this, I knew I at least had to talk to Kelly and hopefully talk to Mac. And I did want to thank Mac for kind of helping organize uh, getting all of us on the same Skype call and really kind of go over because I think it really lent itself uh, this particular episode lent itself to having both of them together. Uh, they actually do live in different parts of the U.S., and uh, it's amazing how this friendship has kind of gone through the years and now is into sketch cards, and Mac collects Kelly's sketch cards, and in some cases goes to great lengths uh, in order to add them to collection. And um, it's one of those things where you have a collector who is collecting, uh, not necessarily op cracking open packs, but definitely collects sketch cards from a particular uh, artist and uh, then displays them and he's going to talk about that as well uh, just an amazing collection amazing story uh, they're both really really nice gentlemen and uh, just was really really happy to get him on the program and uh, I think just kind of thinking about everything that's kind of going on right now in the world um, it's really nice to kind of get a really nice story uh, maybe kind of take your mind off some things and uh, I think this really lends itself and I was especially happy to be able to bring this to you. So we'll go ahead and get kind of started with it, and uh, I'll catch up with you after the uh, interview. Since, um, since this is a podcast, people can't see, or maybe they've seen the card if they're in the Facebook group or they've seen it maybe online, but Kelly, can you describe for me the card that I pulled? Um, yeah, the, the card you pulled, um, I thought it was my first ever triple pulled, but I think it was the second, I believe. I'm not sure. Um, but yes, this card, uh, Mac had asked me, um, cause typically when I get a new star Wars set, uh, Mac, you know, he collects, you know, he gets all my APs, anything out in the wild he gets. So, uh, you know, I'll be like, Hey, is there anything I haven't drawn that you'd be interested? You know? So, so he kind of will, will give me ideas, you know, ideas here and there. And one of them was lay on the speeder. So when I saw that, uh, triple panel, I was trying to think, you know, lengthwise. So basically the card, the description of the card, it's a profile side view of Leia getting it on the speeder bike. And it goes all three panels. And I did a blur with my markers on the background, kind of the effects to, uh, give off speed and all my stuff is usually, uh, well, it is all black and white. Um, I do do other color art, but strictly for this, I stick to like my pen and ink and my, um, my gray tone markers, but yeah, Leia on a speeder bike, cutting it. Mac, what makes this card a Kelly Baber card? Uh, well, like he said, um, you know, this it recently just kind of started, I don't know, three or four sets ago, I guess, um, where he he's kind of asking me, hey, man, uh, you know, what, what are you looking uh, to get on the cards? Um, usually he does uh, 30, sometimes 40. So typically I, I get three or four um artist artist uh proofs to, to pick from um knowing that uh this was going to be um you know a three panel card uh, it was going to be one of them ones that i was going to hope to you know get off of ebay or somebody off of facebook or 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 whatever um but the thought of actually having him doing it uh you know it was one of the cards that i i, I wanted to see him do um and so knowing that I can't get the, the trifold cards uh, for artist groups. <laughs> Those uh, are tough, tough to yeah, snag. Yeah, the, the tops, I guess, won't allow him to uh, to get the, those back, but uh, they're super rare. I, I think Kelly's done, what, three or four 
Yeah, we, we were trying to think the other night. I thought I had done four, but we could only think of three. So I know I've done tons of two-page two books, but tons of shape cards. But the triples might only be three. And it's I, the Han, Han and Carbonite. I did a full Han and Carbonite triple. Um, the one you have, you have a Vader, Vader with his hand extended in the uh, I Am Your Father scene. Right. And then the... Um, yeah, the one that uh, Greg pulled. Is there anything about um, when you see that Mac that, oh, yes, this is something Kelly did? Like, you you can tell his work right away. What is it about that? Yeah, yeah. So basically what I do, um, so I'll typically, I'll check eBay minimum 10 times a day. Um, and it's it's all time. Um, literally, if I, if I wake up to use the restroom in the middle of the night, I'll, I'll check eBay while I'm up. Um, I've actually hit uh, three or four cards that way. Uh, people in in Hong Kong uh, are up that at that time, and they will actually post cards, especially on uh, release dates. Um, I've actually got uh, two cards that way, because um, Hong Kong is actually a day ahead of us, so they'll actually post in the middle of the night. Those breaks. Uh, yeah. Um, and so I was fortunate enough to get, get cards like that. Um, so yeah, just, just checking eBay constantly, um, throughout the day. Um, but I can, I can spot them, you know, a mile away. Um, I know his artwork, I know his style, um, and they, they, they stick out. So it's, it's pretty easy for me. I've got, uh, about 10 different, uh, searches that I, that I use. eBay is really bad about, uh, notifying you <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I'll actually buy the card, and a day later I'll get a notification from eBay saying, "Hey, uh, this this card's available." <laughs> yeah, same. It's really not. Um, it's 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 already been bought by myself. So, I, I can also vouch for that because uh, in, in right before the interview, going on eBay to see if I could find any, there's nothing there. So you you must have snagged whatever's there. So you, yeah, you check sold. <laughs> check yeah. Sold. No. no, no. <laughs> No matter what the, the card is, um, I, I actually have let one one go by, uh, and I, I kind of kicked myself for that. Uh, the guy, he uh, he didn't want to haggle. Uh, a lot of times, I like to haggle with them on eBay, um, and it's it's paid off, and sometimes it hasn't. Um, and this time, it didn't, uh, and so I let it, let somebody else. Uh, I, I, I contemplated too long, and somebody else snatched it. Um, I should have just went ahead and pulled the trigger. But uh, there's been a few that I've missed um, uh, over the last two years, but uh, not many, not many at all. Yeah, I think people in the group, you know, they know they know Mac now. Like, if, <laughs> I think it's the second or third time somebody's pulled a card, right, or had a card and reached yeah, out to you. I, I've only gotten just a couple, two or three, maybe uh, off of Facebook. Um, it, it's not something uh, I, I actually figured there would be more off of Facebook, but um, obviously there's 3,500 people or so on the, in the Facebook group and millions on eBay. So um, obviously that's, that's where they're going to go to first. Um, but I, I honestly thought that there would be a lot more cards um, of, of Kelly's uh, posted on there, but, but eBay is, is by far uh, the, the place to find them. Um, and it, it, it's just sporadic. Um, we, Kelly and I talked about this latest set. Uh, they did the, the uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, there's not very been very many at all on eBay. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, 
I think the, the popularity of the Empire Strikes Back, I think that set is the one set that I have the most cards of. Mm -hmm. I think it's a total of 13. Um, I was really pumped for it because I, I was thinking, man, uh, the Empire Strikes Back set did so good. I, I was thinking Return of the Jedi was going to do the same thing. And, and the artwork in the Return of the Jedi was comparable, um, I think, to Empire Strikes Back. Um, Empire Strikes Back was my favorite uh, set that, that Kelly did, um, but the artwork uh, right there on 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 course with uh, the Empire Strikes Back, and there's just not very many out there. Uh, I think they actually lowered the odds this time. Do you can you confirm that, Greg? I thought they lowered the sketch odds because Empire Strikes Back, you either got a sketch or an auto in one hobby box, and it was supposedly a fifty-fifty. So. I Think those sketches just flooded but i i don't know if i read it or i heard it but i thought return of the jedi they pulled back the sketch card odds i, I don't know though if that's true i'd have to I, I don't have the box in front of me but i can tell you from other collectors it does seem even though that the boxes will say you know a sketch card or auto per box it does seem that you know the sketch cards haven't been as flowing in some cases as they're as you as you usually have seen and I can, mm -hmm. you guys are probably on the group a little more than I am. And you can probably see, you know, like when people are busting cases or so forth, what they're getting. Yeah. Um, and it does seem that, you know, that, you know, that's, and, I, and Mac and I were talking beforehand, that's something, you know, I wasn't, you know, when I started this, I wasn't that well versed into sketch cards. Um, you know, when you kind of start back into it, the autos are the first things you kind of glom onto, but then you start yeah. to find it's the sketch cards that are really the, really the prizes. But yeah, it seems like the last few sets. It seems like the, it's you're finding them a little less and less. And mm -hmm. that, to be honest, was the first time I'd pulled a sketch card out of a box. Um, and I'm glad I, you did. <laughs> I, I I wasn't quite sure I was in for. I've had this box actually for almost a month. Um, and oh wow! I, I work a couple of jobs, and so and, and where are you located at? I am in Chicagoland. Oh okay. Uh, I should have saw the bean behind you. Oh. <laughs> The, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can see the um, yeah. When you live in the suburbs, you can't say Chicago. Uh, that that's that they don't they don't let you say that. You're you're out in the suburbs. It's just a bunch <laughs> of cities mashed together. But gotcha. yeah, I'd had this box for a while, and and uh, I went on. You know, sometimes I'll go, I'll collect them. You know, I, I I have time to I have time to buy. I don't have time to open. And so sometimes I'll open mm -hmm. them up as you know, like kind of a group on Instagram. And I was doing my intro for my last episode, and I was like, well, I'll tell you what, let me open up a box, finally open this box, because now I feel, you know, if I get something. And uh, my friend Steven uh, on Instagram had, had mentioned, it's like, you know, if you get a box, go to the last pack. That's where usually the big hits are. And so I actually, literally, I pulled the last one first, and that was it. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute, what is this? <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's like, wow, I was pretty pumped. And, you know, like, you know, everybody. And then, of course, once you once you pull the hit, no matter what you get, you know, your everybody viewer just kind of <laughs> goes off. And, like, no one really wants to see the base card. <laughs> and, and I don't know how you top that. So, you know, I'm I'm having lunch uh, with my daughter and a friend of mine. And uh, that's when, you know, I posted the group. I'm like, yeah, look what I got. Um, and all of a sudden, it's the one thing that almost really stopped me in my tracks was this was this little comment that said, name your price. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly meant that. Like it, I, it wouldn't even have mattered what it costed me. Like I, I would have just, I would have dropped whatever it would have costed. Um, just simple because uh, the importance of obviously Kelly and I's friendship, and the, now it, it, it's, it's almost become kind of like a, 
I don't want to say a museum, but like a, like a display. Uh, and, and so it's really cool to see every, uh, not every one of his cards, obviously, but everyone that I've, I've been able to get uh, in a huge display all in, all in one, uh, one area. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't have mattered what, uh, what your price would have been. Like I would have just dropped whatever um, because the rarity of that card, obviously there's, you know, three or four of them out there, the, the trifold cards, and I actually have one of them uh in my possession now so um I, I knew that card was special uh and the fact that i actually asked kelly to do that card so uh cool. even cool. even more special we'll tell you what we'll come to back we'll come back to that collection and i'll, I'll not use the s word and by the s word i mean shrine um because that <laughs> as the as the back and forth between you and i you know as we kind of went on over over the weekend as we got you know there's there was clearly more to this than just a, a, a collector. And so I kind of wanted to go back, and I'll, I'll give this to either of you. Um, how far do you go back, and where did you two first meet? Oh, man. Gosh. Uh, I'm thinking it was middle school for sure. Uh, junior junior high for the old yeah. folk out there. Seventh uh, Yeah, seventh or eighth-ish, somewhere in there. But I remember Mac was the blonde kid walking around with the Duke jacket all the time. Look at that Duke jacket. <laughs> And I was a kid with the Carolina jacket. No, um, gosh, I don't remember how we mutually uh, met, but yeah, it was early on, and uh, that's that's where our card collecting, you know, started. I think that's where we bonded. Was uh, at first, it was the the basketball, baseball cards. Um, yeah, and it just over the years, you know, became good buddies until we went different ways after high school, you know. But we've always kept in touch. What were some of those uh, cards? Do you remember? Were, are we talking basketball, baseball? Does it kind of span mm. the the sports? Uh, ball, uh, yeah, basketball, baseball, football. From what I can remember. All right, Mac. Like, uh, yeah, mostly uh, mostly uh, basketball and baseball cards. Uh, football yeah. cards weren't. Really I have one that. or two Emmett Smiths or something because I was a Cowboys fan. But um, yeah, it, yeah, I think it was mainly basketball, baseball. I remember yeah. Frank Thomas was huge when we were walking up to that old Santorini's card shop or whatever his name was. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping yeah. off all the little kids in the neighborhood. Yeah, so Kelly, <laughs> Kelly actually lived uh, walking distance from the baseball card shop. And I was, I, I don't know, probably. Yeah, decent neighborhood. Right. And so I, would, I would ride my bike over to Kelly's and from there we would, we would walk up to the, the baseball card shop and, uh, you spend it, whatever money we could scrounge up, um, you know, at, at that time, uh, being young kids, we would, we would trade, we would, uh, you know, rip packs and, and try to, you know, trade something off to, to get more money to, to rip more packs, uh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, this is then you're talking about what the late eighties, early nineties. Is that about right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so it would be 89 or 90. Um, right around that time frame, eight, well, 88, 88, probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. About to start. Gosh, we were going to the, uh, we grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and we had a minor league baseball team, uh, the Fayetteville Generals, and we would go, go watch, you know, people play and stuff. And, uh, this name came up and Mac is actually the one that told me about him. I didn't know who he was, but Chipper Jones. Oh, jeez. Remember that, Mac? Oh. That little, little trip to the General Stadium to see him play for the Macon Braves. We talked to him, got his autograph. He gave me his bat after the game, um, which my uncle later threw away and I was very upset. 
Um, but yeah, he was a nobody back then, and now he's a Hall of Famer, literally in the Hall of Fame. Like, it's crazy, you know. But yeah. Mac, we went to those games together. We get their autographs on our cards that we had collected. That we had the rookies, or um, so yeah, it was fun times. You know, good memories. Um, Kelly, when did you start drawing? Um, <clears throat> when I exited the womb, I had a pencil in my hand. Now, uh, my earliest memories, like I was probably trying to draw when I was trying to talk. I, uh, um, I tell this story tons, but um, in kindergarten, I used to get in trouble because I would speed through tests so I could flip the paper over to the blank side just to draw while the rest of the kids finished their tests in class. <laughs> but I did good on the test. That was the that was the kicker, you know. So, but yeah, I, it's ever since I can remember, it's always been a passion. Um, when I see a blank piece of paper and I have a pencil, it was just always this excitement. What what can come out of it? You know, the creative juices start flowing. And that's my dog saying hi. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, my whole life, everything's revolved around art. You know, like I've always just wanted to draw. You know, one of my other best friends, Daniel, um, who Mac, we were kind of a little triangle, me, Mac, and Daniel. He was also an artist, too. So art, it was just art, art, art my whole life. You know, and that's, you know, morphed into my professional career and my um, my side stuff that I do, you know, uh, all that. So my whole life, basically, earliest memories, earliest memories. Matt, can you remember some of some of seeing some of his artwork or did you guys talk about it at all? <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, I've got it. I have a tattoo of some of his early artwork. Oh, gosh. Uh, he, <laughs> a funny story. Uh, we were working at Little Caesars Pizza. I think we were probably 16 years old. And so we would, we, at, after we would close uh, for the night, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, we would go to IHOP. And I remember, I remember Kelly would take the, 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 the paper uh, placemats and he would flip it over and he would draw the entire <laughs> kitchen set, the waitress, the, the cooks, because we could see them all. And like he would always, Leave that as a tip <laughs> on the table. I actually kept uh, one or two of them. Uh, actually, I think I still have them somewhere. That's oh, wow. <clears throat> but yeah, that, that I mean, he's always been a really cool artist. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I had an original drawing. He did a, a flying Yoda. It was like flying through the air, and he had the, the snake around his neck. And I actually took that uh, about 20 years ago to a local tattoo artist. Uh, and had him tattoo that uh, on me. Um, and I probably, I don't know, was 13, 14 years old uh, when he when he drew that. Uh, but I always kept that that photo uh, or that uh, that drawing that he had had done for me. So when did um, when did you guys part ways? Then who moved out? Or and when? Uh, you moved to I Goldsboro guess. right after high school. So that was like yeah. we'd take that trip out there about an hour drive see on the weekends and then i moved to seattle in 97 and then um did you go to kentucky when i was in seattle i can't remember yeah yeah I, yeah uh, and then i moved back to north carolina and you were gone <laughs> so i think yeah. that's yeah yeah so around 96 97 maybe <laughs> the um how did you guys um try to keep in contact now of course we we're, we're now we're talking it is it is like early internet so it's not 
you know, it's not before that. So, but did you guys try to keep, or did you just kind of like there was a time where you just kind of had to take care of business on your own? Yeah, no, there was there was probably four or five years that we we didn't really keep in touch. Um, yeah, not that much. And then video games, I think uh, we started playing uh, yeah. online oh. games together. But that that came after we kind of reconnected. I went out and visited him. Um, yeah, gosh. It was ages ago, it seems. Yeah, it's it's been ten years ago. It was the last time you were here in Kentucky. It was ten years yeah, ago. He lives near the um what was that? The uh, Maker's Mark, the bourbon in Loretta, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. We took a little trip down there. We uh we got to dip our own bottles and um and make our own batch, right? That <laughs> I missed. Yeah. I was supposed to come back and visit and uh when it was all done and missed it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was seven years later. We were supposed to uh, get our bottles from that barrel. Um, but uh, you were tied up, uh, busy, just couldn't make it out, which is understandable. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, 2011, I think. I think it was when that was. Gosh. Last time I actually seen uh, Kelly. And then uh, the, the time before that was you were coming from Fayetteville going to Albuquerque. Oh yeah, He's driving. Stopped. Hey, stopped. We met at Dave and Buster's in Memphis. <laughs> yep, right outside the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> yeah. Kelly, when did you start um, trying to think I could I could do this either professionally or on the side, or did you did you get into art right away after high school and college? Oh, oh yeah. Um, I always say I, I became a professional artist at. Um, I think I was 12, seventh grade. Um, I got a random phone call from a guy. Didn't know him from Adam. He asked for, for me. I said, yeah, this is him. He said, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a local guy. I'm doing a, a board game, a local company. And um, I got your name from the junior high that because I had just won some T-shirt design drawing contest at, at the school. And I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody was, like, pranking me. And... Um, and it wasn't, and eventually it was this guy, he lived uh, in Sanford, a small town not far from us, but he was had these uh, big plans of making this, um, it was called Protect or Pollute. It was an environmental game. But I illustrated like, oh my gosh, the tokens and all, all kinds of stuff. But when I, I got that first check, I was like, you know, I, I, my mom, I think even said, that means you're a professional. You've gotten paid <laughs> for your work, you know? So, um since then, uh, in, in it, art's always been involved in my life, but 94 or 95, uh, started commercial art and advertising design in college because graphic design was the new hot thing. So, you know, I could translate my art digitally, uh, and that has just morphed over time. And, um, now I'm an engineer. I do, uh, 3d models for flight simulators. We like build airports and I work on base. So for student training and stuff, it's pretty cool though. That's nice. So yeah, it's all always been a thing. I've been a manager at screen print shops. I've um, I've been sign designers at graphic shops, uh, production managers. Like I've done, I've done. It's always been art related, kind of. You know, besides the pizza, pizza delivery and, <laughs> and stuff. Me and Mac used to do. Um, but yeah, it's it's always been uh, always been something art in my life. And then when did you first started uh, getting? Uh, was Tops the first card company you did, or were there others? Yeah, uh, Tops is the only um, car company. Uh, I have another friend, uh, Nathan Kennett. Um, he actually still is in the card. Uh, he draws cards. Um, but passionate Star Wars fan, um, he's always 
been trying to improve him, himself as an artist. And uh, he was trying to get into tops for, it was, it was a good bit. And finally he contacted me, he said, I got in. He was super excited. And, you know, um, we would talk about things and he would always try to get me, man, you need to, you need to email them, submit, you know? And um, <clears throat> I, I just didn't feel I had that time, you know, and you get paid peanuts. I, I mean, uh, so to me, it just wasn't, it didn't look, you know, uh, it was just didn't look like it was worth it. Um, uh, there was the, you know, there was the whole Star Wars. I've always been a passionate Star Wars fan. And to do something officially licensed for Lucasfilm, that that was very attractive to me. But at the time I had a lot going on, I was just like, man, for how much time that's going to take, it's just not worth it at this time. Well, uh, then I started streaming my art live on Twitch, um, which I do a few days a week. And I thought, cool, I'll have some subjects. I will do this and uh, I'll get the cards. I'll start drawing them on stream. Um, and then I, I did get the thing. The And then came the NDA that said, <laughs> you, show this. Uh, you can't do any of this until the set's released. I was like, OK, well, all right. Um, but then I, I did the first set, um, which I think was uh, Star Wars Finest 2018. You know, Matt, yeah. it was Finest or Galaxy. I think Galaxy came right after Finest. Yeah. Um, but gosh, uh, it they take time, um, you know, but I've always been a really fast illustrator artist. Um, some cards I can whip up in 10 minutes. Some, you know, I'll spend, you know, 30 minutes on or so. Uh, some of the folks in the group, um, the Trong and... Uh, so many, too many to name, but photorealistic like paintings on these. I'm like, more power to you because I know <laughs> one card probably took an entire day maybe for some of those people. I, I don't know, but beautiful, beautiful work. Um, so I admire a lot of that stuff in there. But but at Tops, yeah, um, so I submitted, got in, um, and I think I've only passed on two sets since I've, I've been on. Um, the Women of Star Wars recently I passed on. And the Rise of Skywalker, the first series. I just submitted the second series recently. That's the most recent one I've done. And then, Mac, when did you, you know, like, I'm assuming by this time you guys had reconnected a bit. But when did oh, you yeah. when did you decide, uh, or when did you decide, I think I'm going to start chasing these cards? Uh, so, yeah, uh, obviously, like what Kelly was saying, uh, like, he couldn't really talk about what, what he was doing until... The set when the sets was was actually out, uh, and I think that set got released in November, uh, right around Thanksgiving, two thousand eighteen. And then, like he he was talking to me kind of about it, but I really didn't really kind of understand because I didn't collect Star Wars cards and I didn't really know anything about it. Um, but he couldn't show me. He like he couldn't show me what was going on, and <laughs> like like he he thought that at the time, and I was like, okay. Once I seen what was going on, once he actually posted on Instagram, I was like, oh, my God, like, I got to This is got to have these. And I think the the only three that I don't have, uh, I think you did four. Uh, you had four artist proofs in that first set uh, mm -hmm. and three of them to other people. Uh, and I think I have one uh, of yeah. that set. Um, and I'm, I'm off the top of my head, I, I can't tell you what it is, but. Uh, you had promised the other three to other people. Um, yeah, that was before I knew you were very interested. <laughs> that was the first set, like, all right, open to bidders. Who wants them? Yeah. 
Right. And so once I seen that, I was like, I got to have every single one of these, and, and no matter what. And, and so it was as a as a collector, obviously growing up as a kid, uh, it, it was the chase. It was the uh, need to uh, fulfill as many cards as I could possibly get. Uh, and they just so happened to be you know, a good buddy of mine. So for me, it was easy. I mean, it was just you know, get as many of them as you can, uh, no matter what. And so that's what I've done. Um, and us collecting as a kid, it's almost like it's come full circle, you know, right. like it, oh, yeah. that's another cool layer to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, us growing up as kids, you know, we collected the tops, baseball cards, basketball cards, whatever. And now that he's, uh, you know, a tops artist, uh, it's, it's really cool. Uh, really cool to see how fast I did... never thought 30 years ago, you know, that would, that would ever happen again. And Kelly, I could, uh, could, and say the same thing. There's no way he would ever thought that that would be something that he would be doing. Yeah. How fast did they start coming in once you really started committing to it? And then yeah, go from there for me if you could. So um, obviously uh, Kelly's done different sets. Uh, some of them, uh, you know, over 40 cards, some of them 30 cards, some of them only 20 cards. Uh, so based on, the amount of cards that he's done uh, and the popularity of the set would be how uh, how fast they would show up on eBay. Some of the more popular sets, like that, uh, that uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Empire Strikes Back set, uh, people loved it, and they were just just throwing them up on eBay as fast as they could get them. Uh, that was crazy. Yeah, it really was. Uh, and I, like I said, I think I've got thir thirteen or fourteen of those uh, those cards. Of, say, 34, 35 cards that you did maybe for that set? I'm telling you, so, we need to go in on a case. They've dropped. <laughs> oh, as far as Empire Strikes Back, you are correct. Yeah, that's, yes, it's a like good time to buy bucks. those. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, um, and that's so the you, other thing, yeah. So basically, I, I know when the release date is, and then I just kind of, you know, really, really uh, watch for eBay, uh, around the release dates obviously a day ahead of time because of uh, the the china connection and then weeks after that uh people obviously break open boxes in, in new cases and uh you know they start to start to filter out um i've gotten as many as uh, like say five cards in one week uh, just simply because people are uh, uh you know busting the packs and then and that's what it takes uh in order to get the cards so um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to watch, uh, because the, the different formats, um, you know, you got your buy now, you got your auction formats and uh, there's only been one guy that's ever beat me in an auction. Uh, and, and to this day, I, I'll, I'll swear to you, nobody ever beat me in an auction. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad that guy got me. Uh, I, I thought I had a beat and, and, and he, at the last second, just went way overboard <laughs> and just, which is another friend of mine, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who got the card. <laughs> um, and so evidently, was... Mac got one that he really wanted on eBay before that one. You remember that, Mac? And he sent me a message and said, tell your buddy that that's for the Ewok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was one of my favorite cards, uh, that Ewok. Like, there was no, no way somebody else, somebody else was getting that card. Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 it's fun. It's challenging. It's... Uh, it's like a game, real almost, because like it, it, 
like I said, it doesn't matter, you know, what they cost. I, I, I don't collect them for value or, uh, you know, to, to me, they're priceless. Obviously, they're, they'll, they'll never be sold. They'll never, you know, uh, I'll, I'll never profit off of these cards. The, these cards will always be in my possession. Uh, and so it doesn't matter what they cost. It's just um, because I, I don't set a value. Uh, right. But obviously, I've actually set the value of, of his cards. Almost all of the cards that have shown up on eBay, I've bought. And so people can actually gauge uh, the value of, of his cards based on sales by me. Um, so some of them are buy it now format. Some of them uh, obviously are auction style formats. But some of them I actually have been able to haggle down uh, because they'll set a price and they'll say or uh, or best offer. And, and, and if I have that uh, have that chance, obviously I'm going to do that. But you risk the the chance of somebody else snatching the card out from and, and, and from you when you do that. Um, so I, I kind of quit doing that. Uh, I, I just if somebody puts a price up there. I just usually just buy it down and don't even worry about it. That's interesting. That brings something I hadn't really thought about as far as when you're looking at the sold history. In some cases, you could almost be working against yourself. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and Kelly and I have actually talked about that. Um, by setting, uh, by buying all of the cards, um, I, I've literally, and you can see when I when I very first started buying some of his cards, they were only, I don't know, I, I got one from Hong Kong, it was like eight bucks. Um and I don't know if people just didn't want to pay the extra couple of dollars of shipping or they didn't want to, you know, run the risk of the card not ever showing up. I, I, I don't know. But, yeah, that was that was uh, early on. Uh, that was uh, definitely a big thing. Like people didn't obviously know his art. And, and so I got a lot of his cards uh, fairly cheap. Um, and it, that was perfectly OK with me, uh, obviously. Um <laughs> But again, it, it didn't matter how much they cost. It was I'm collecting, uh, obviously, just to just to have uh, to have his artwork in my possession uh, because I, I'm I'm such a fan of it. So, um, and, and once I started amassing the collection, I actually started out with a small curio cabinet. Um, and when I say small, um, I don't know. It's probably <laughs> like a grandfather 18, clock size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably 18 inches wide, maybe I don't know, uh, five or six feet tall. Um, within the first six months, I had that thing full. I was like, oh my god, I got to do something. Uh, and I just, I, I kept sandwiching closer and closer. And then finally, I, I broke down. And I bought a big one. Uh, it's actually like three times the size of the first one I bought. Um, and so. Eventually, that one will fill up, and I'll have to get a bigger one or, or another one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but um, as long as he keeps strong cards, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep collecting and put them in the, in the showcase. When you're talking about, you know, now the elephant in the room is really about the size of an elephant in a room, what's kind of been the reaction to the collection, maybe at home uh, and, and work and so forth? Mm-hmm. Um, well, for me, uh, like I don't, I don't really talk a whole lot about it uh, at work. At my work, um, obviously, friends and family have seen it, and they, they all think it's really cool. Especially the story, um, you know, that when when I tell them about it, uh, my fiance Rachel, she she absolutely adores Kelly, and uh, she knows all about it, and she loves you know being able to, to see it and whatnot. But uh, uh, yeah, as far as as far as me, you know, 
talking a whole lot about it. I, I don't really. Uh, I've, I've mentioned it in the uh, the Star Wars group uh, a few times, uh, just simply because uh, I'm trying to showcase uh, Kelly's artwork as well. Um, and a lot of guys uh, collect, uh, you know, sketch cards. So to see something uh, of that magnitude, one artist have that many cards, uh, it's, it's certainly unique, and it's certainly something, uh, uh, you know, you don't see very often, uh, I guess. One thing I wanted to ask you, Kelly, is, you know, getting involved in the, in the group. From an artist's perspective, you know, talk to me about how your feelings are when you see, like, you know, people talking about it, cracking and so forth, you know, as, what's been your reactions as far as, like, you know, one, you're in the group, is it just mainly just to communicate with folks or to kind of get a gauge for, what do you, what do you kind of get out of the Facebook group? Um, my buddy Nathan, the one I, uh, I previously mentioned that was doing top stuff also, he was the one that was like, you need to be in these groups. Like when I, I got accepted in the top. So I got into the tops, the private tops artist group and we all share our work, you know, um, and we can do that kind of behind closed doors, you know, if you will, before the sets get released. Um, but, that one is cool to see the other side of the spectrum, the, all the fans, the collectors, the excitement that I just pulled this, the, you know, I was at Walmart and decided to get a blaster and pulled a one of one Han Solo, you know, like just those crazy, <laughs> like I love seeing those hits and those stories scrolling through, you know, on there. Um, every now and again, I get to be one. I pulled a, a, a plate from a saga blaster box at, walmart like a few months back and then uh rob in our group uh i think rob is it winchester is that right i can't remember but he collects plates he he let me know that right away and uh (laughs) and um he ended up with that but um but yeah it's always cool to get that hit uh i think probably the best card i've ever pulled was out of esb black and white and it was um it was a the one in five and it was a triple auto of all the bounty hunters oh wow so and it was like one in 24,000 or something like the odds or maybe even greater. Maybe I'm mixing that up with something else, but it was a, it was, it was a pretty rare one in that, that set. So I've been trying to get Mac to, to get some hobby boxes, but he don't want it unless it, he knows there's one of mine. In there. I'm like, but that's, you know, that's one day I hope to pull a, a, a one of my own cards, but I know that's probably slim to none. I, I've actually contemplated, you know, buying, uh, you know, some cases or whatever, but I, I know the odds are just astronomical. Uh, but one card could pay for your case if you pull yeah, that card. I don't know. I just, I, to me, I, I, I understand that concept of it, but I don't know. I, I've never literally opened a pack of Star Wars cards. So I, I kind of want to just not do that. I just kind of want to. He'd probably get addicted it. like I did. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I guess what I'm afraid of because that's exactly what I did with your cards. Uh, I had no idea that so many of them would show up on eBay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm obviously glad they did, um, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it's one of the things that uh, for me it's odds. You know, it's it's the odds of finding one of your cards uh, because that's basically what I would be. Mm-hmm. Was one of your cards, but uh, kind of why I haven't haven't pulled the trigger opening any uh, packs of cards. Well, and I think uh, as I've found, as I've kind of started to do this more and more, is that there are different kind of collectors. You know, someone like me who is more of a base card. I like having a complete set. And so, you know, you kind of learn where at the beginning you're you're buying a lot of retail and and you're getting a lot of dupes. And then eventually you find that, whoa, in some of the hobby boxes, you are actually getting a full complete base set plus a hit or two. 
And, you know, there's going to be rarely anybody that's going to get all the cards. You know, you're not going to get all the cards unless you really have a, you know, you know, you're sinking that kind of money. But I guess you also, and I've seen it where people will buy cases, you know, on, you know, they'll buy cases and flip them. And then that, that's, that take it to a whole other level. But, you know, mm -hmm. if you're just trying to collect, if you're like, this is my collection and I collect this person, in some cases, whether it's eBay or ComC or a group, it might be the most cost-effective way to do it because you get exactly what you want. There's still that thrill of the chase. And then at the end, it's, it's almost like a hit when you find something that pops up, you know, on eBay yeah. or something like that. There is like an excitement. Like if I'm randomly, like I'll try to help Mac. And I think a couple times I've actually put Mac onto some cards. Oh, um, yeah. It's usually um, the other way around. Like, hey, I'm bidding on. Oh, cool. But um, yeah. Well, most recently, uh, yeah, Kelly was scrolling on the Internet and he actually found one uh, from Japan. And it, and I, when I went to the website, everything was in Japan, Japanese. <laughs> and I, I'm on like this is like at 1130 at night. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to have this card. <laughs> and so I didn't even care what what time it was. It was just the fact that I had to get this card right now, right then. Uh, and so I don't hesitate. I'm, so I'm, I got Google Translate. I'm trying to figure out how to how the hell to get the website in the English so I can actually buy this card. And I, luckily, I, uh, my girlfriend was, or at the time was was driving uh, and driving us home from work. And she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Don't talk to me right now." <laughs> I'm learning Japanese. One of Kelly cards. Like, she's like, "From where?" I was like, "I don't know. Somebody in Japan." Like. And so I finally, by the time I got home, uh, 20 minutes later, I had figured it out. I had actually ordered the card, and boom, it was it was on the way. And it showed up about two weeks later. Uh, <laughs> that was the full-body Boba Masterwork, wasn't it? Yes. Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah, and that was just Googling, you know, Kelly Baper sketch, you know. And every now and again, we found a couple Walking Deads from the Walking Deads that I did that way, yeah. some yeah. UK sites. So you never know. You never know. So one was a Yoda book masterworks that was on that same site, but it had already yeah. sold. So no yeah. telling where that is. Missed out on that. That does. Um, I, I've heard people talk before about uh, black hole collectors, where you know you'll see a card or you'll hear about a card getting pulled, and they're out there somewhere. But those either people are not choosing to it's going show on their it. shelf. Yep, going on their shelf. Yeah, and, and and for me, like, and that's that is perfectly fine with me. Like, if somebody is going to appreciate his artwork. As much as I do, I, I don't have one bit of problem with somebody keeping one of his cards. Obviously, I want to try to get every single one of them, but I know that's not realistic. And so going into this and, and, and deciding to collect his cards, I knew that there was going to be a lot of cards that I wasn't going to be able to get. And then, and then some that may just stay in packs forever. And, and you just you, you have to be realistic about it uh, when you when you become a collector of a, of, of a specific artist. Uh, because, you know, you, you, you've only got so many cards that you're going to be able to try to get. Uh, because some of them, obviously, are going to just stay in those packs until, you know, maybe forever. I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, I always wonder how many, like, you know, my very first set finest. Is there some warehouse out in Pennsylvania, like, half full of my cards that never made it to the shelf? You know, you just never know how they're... I wish there was a um, what's that show that like uh, shows you the how it's made or how it's done or 
There's tons of different uh, iterations of those kind of shows, but show me one where Top shows you how your <laughs> sketches get inserted into. Do they just take all our sketch cards and just? Is it a guy that's just throwing them in like Laverne and Shirley at the you know soda pop line? Like just talk, like how? I want to know how that works. I, you know, so I don't know. I'm just always every time when I finish a set, uh, it's a true story. I take it like a deck of cards and I fan it right in front of me. And I just, I go one at a time. And it's like me saying bye to all my little babies. I do this for original <laughs> original art, you know, that like when I finish a piece or something, I I soak it in. If I'm packing it up, I just sit there and stare at it. Like maybe five minutes sometimes. I'm just soaking up. Because it never looks as good as the original in person, you know. And a lot of people I do commissions for, when they receive them, they say that, you know, wow, it looks so much better in person. And that's why. And I do that with all my Star Wars cars. I soak them up and it's like, you know, have a good life out in the world, little guys. <laughs> now, some of you may make it back home to Max Collection, but you know, who, who knows? So, uh, yeah. It almost feels like once Mac gets a hold of one, then they, they it's like they're coming home. Yes, exactly. And and I've I've said that to people that I've described Mac's collection and stuff, and it it does feel good because Mac is one of my best lifelong friends, and it's almost like. Uh, like I know where they are. They're protected. They're 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 his, and it's his collection. But you know, there's they're not scattered all over the world, which some probably are. But it's just cool to know that there's uh, so many of those you know concentrated ones. You know, and I want to take my kids there one day, like a little museum. Like Dad drew all these cards. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a big neon sign and put it out front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a guy in the group made a joke. He's like, Kelly, you better watch out. Uh, he'll have you uh, frozen in carbonite <laughs> like right next to his, you know, his cabinet one day if I'm not careful. So, And, and another thing um, that we didn't mention is, uh, you know, Mac, I, I don't know about nowadays, but back, back in the mid-late 90s, he was a diehard uh, Star Wars toy collector. You literally oh. had every single uh, one, right? Like everything that came out. Rented a storage uh, <laughs> space to store all his yeah, food. It, it, it was it was insane. You know, was insane. The action figures that I had uh, back uh, late nineties, uh, all the way through the two thousand. It's basically uh, when the new one, two, three were coming. Yeah, out, right? like Phantom Menace, and yeah. it's like I'm not missing out on this batch of toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, so I, I collected hot and heavy. I, I had lots and lots of. Uh, lots and lots of toys back then, but uh, uh, moved on, sold all, all that stuff. Uh, it was just taking up way too much space. So, but uh, th th this is this is this is much cooler, I think, um, because it's obviously uh, original art, um, and then it's it's tiny. It's really small. It doesn't take up a whole lot of space. So, um, really cool to really cool to be able to be fortunate enough to to. To not worry uh, if one comes up on eBay. Uh, oh my God, am I going to be able to afford this one this week? Or you know, like I, I don't worry about any of that stuff. So it's really nice uh, uh, to to see them to pop up and just snatch them up as fast as I can see them. The and the one, ones that bother me though are the auctions, you know, because those are the ones you got to wait. You know? And then like <laughs> Kelly's butt, other buddy, uh, like I know he's a hawk too. Like he, he, he wants to try to get some too, but he, he, he just needs to just stop. Like he's not. Gonna <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> Do you know how many he has? Has he ever uh, said? 
I, I don't. Uh, Kelly, do you do you know about I, I Yeah, I think he, he may have one, maybe two in his personal collection, but the first three that I ever sold him, he got all three of the very first APs, three out of the four. <clears throat> um, he gave those away as Christmas presents um, for Christmas 2018, I believe. <laughs> so, yeah. His Mac so, is yeah. shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> but they are very cherished. Uh, he did send me, I think, photos right after, like, uh, one of one of his buddies had it, like, framed on his desk. And so it's kind of cool. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. But, you know, we know where they are, kind of, at least. <laughs> have you ever done any, uh, Mac, have you ever commissioned him to do any larger pieces? That are yeah. not cards. Um, so <clears throat> Yoda is my favorite character, always has been. Um, I got with Kelly I don't know, early last year, and you did yeah. uh, did a Yoda piece for me. Uh, it turned out really cool. Uh, and then uh, for Christmas, uh, my fiance Rachel, she she got with Kelly behind my back, by the way. Uh, and had to ruin the surprise. <laughs> and, and had had Kelly do me uh, a, a a simple drawing of of my dog Vader. Uh, and the cool thing about the, the the picture was Kelly doesn't do a whole lot of uh, realistic style uh, artwork, um, and he just you know, he knocked it right out of the park with with the, the, the picture. And it's it's simple yet uh, just. Really elegant, uh, the way he did it. Recently, my dog uh, Vader, he, he passed away. Actually, I, I had to put him down because he was he was pretty bad off. But so, so it means that much more. Um, you know, I got that for Christmas, and then he he passed away. Uh, I guess it's been about a month ago or so. But uh, so yeah, it's 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 actually in my uh, uh, my case. Uh, I framed it uh, and and put it in there. Uh, so every everything in there is all uh, Kelly original. Uh, Kelly's original art. Nice. Yeah. So I know that, uh, Kelly, you said that you uh, do some Twitch. Yes, about uh, two years ago. Um, gosh, no, coming up on three almost. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so in the the game, I do a lot of artwork for this video game, Destiny, um, in, in the Destiny community. Uh, and I've been doing that since 2014 and, um, Bungie, the people that have made Halo in the game Destiny, they did a featurette on me and, um, it kind of, I gained popularity in that community. Well, the, the platform Twitch, twitch.tv, uh, usually just started as like video game streamers, people on there streaming games. Um, and then they, they kind of branched out into creatives like, uh, so people start doing artwork, music, singing, um, anything you can think of really nowadays. So uh, I was encouraged by a lot of my my followers that um, I should start streaming my art live. And uh, I thought it was fun. And I did a few Instagram uh, live streams. And I was asking people if I made a Twitch channel, would you follow? And yeah, yeah. So, um, so basically, yes, I stream my art uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. I try to stick to that schedule um, on Twitch. Uh, and you may have noticed, uh, Greg, my signature, it doesn't really look like Kelly Baber. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, and it's also my, my social tag everywhere. It's Cobb one art K O B O N E A R T. And the reason it's that is I used to do a bunch of graffiti murals, spray paint. And I would do like these big pieces and, um, Cobb was my name, Cobb one. 
And uh, that's oh, a derivative okay. of my initials with a circle in the center, so I could always do a character in my graffiti pieces. So anyways, that has drifted into my art. So in the Destiny community, I'm known as Cobb or Cobb One, and um, that's why uh, Tops, I asked if I could sign my handle, and they wanted my real name on there. So that's why it's Kelly Baber and then Cobb One Art. So it's like it's actually it's my tag and uh, that's what i sign all my pieces with and stuff and um so that's what i'm on in all the socials the the social where all my followers they i would say 90 percent probably don't know my name is kelly <laughs> they all just yeah. call me cobb it's kind of fun uh you know i i love them all to death and um, but yeah, streaming live on Twitch. I interact with my viewers. Um, I do lots of art giveaways on there. Um, uh, Mac will send me, he'll get blanks on eBay, uh, two of which I have right here. And, um, it, cool. you know, Masterworks. And this is, I didn't even know this was a set of Bounty Hunters, Rise of the Bounty Hunters. So, um, so I'm going to do a Baby Yoda on a Masterwork for him and a Bounty Hunter. Oh, nice. <clears throat> but those are cool retro ways for me to, jump back into sets that I missed or, you know, were way before me, you know, Mac finds a blank and says, Hey, can you do this on this? And then I kind of have a, you know, a piece in that set, so to speak. And you it know. kind of makes a nice story behind it. Um, mm -hmm. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll add a little bit to that. There, there's been some discussion uh, here lately in the group. Uh, some guys uh, don't, don't like that. Don't like the fact that, uh, the blanks are being sold. Uh, not so much uh, mad at Kelly for doing, you know, what he does uh, on blanks, but uh, some people think it takes away, um, you know, from the set because they're not officially licensed uh, uh, tops uh, memorabilia, so to speak. Uh, if you were selling it, you know, but this is your personal. Right, right, right. And, right. and that's the way to look at it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a touchy subject, um, for some, I guess. Well, I yeah. think it's also, well, I was going to say, I've seen the trend of having the blank comic book covers as well. And, uh, there's mm -hmm. some interesting things that are going on with there. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think you maybe agree that what sets a collection apart or what sets a piece apart from the other is the story behind it. Um, sure. mm -hmm. I think it, it gives it a little more meaning to it. Um, Mac, I know you have something coming up that also involves Kelly, although we're a little ways away from it. Could you, would it be all right if you talked a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, next year, uh, I'll be getting married and, and Kelly, uh, is, is certainly going to be invited. And actually I would like to have him as one of my groomsmen. What? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I have to get groomed? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's well, no, you'll you'll have to be you have to wear uh, whatever Rachel tells you to wear. Uh, she <laughs> she is in charge. Of that. Yes, yes, the women are. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that that's uh, that, that's something that's uh, I'm really looking forward to, uh, and hopefully we can we can uh, get together before then. Uh, but uh, definitely mark your date. Uh, in yes. The calendar. Wait, now when is this? April the twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Oh, okay, okay. So we yeah. got a good, good year. Next year. Hopefully by uh, the time, this this will air long before that, so. You know what's <laughs> funny about that is um, April 18th, uh, this, what, like four weeks, five weeks, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to Tucson, uh, me and my girlfriend, for a wedding. 
And oh. but her birthday's the twentieth. So it's funny because then next year we can go to your wedding for her birthday weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. You can kind of combine the two together. That's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what's cool. funny is uh, my birthday is the 16th of April. What? Uh, and so uh, Rachel and I were, were discussing a, uh, a date. I said, well, how about the 17th? And she said, oh, that's perfect. That, that sounds good. She said, wait, your birthday is the 16th. You're just doing that so you'll never <laughs> <laughs> I said I wouldn't dare. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's... All right. I I, I, I I wanted a spring wedding, so uh, we we're just kind of kicking around dates. And April April is a good month for me. A lot of family members uh, have birthdays uh, in April, and uh, it's my it's my favorite month of the year. So excellent. All right, last question. I know you guys have been uh, so gracious to give me some time, and I know I'm taking away a little bit from the Twitch audience, so uh, I don't want anybody it's coming after me. Mac, what does your collection mean to you? Oh, man, it's... Um, to me, it's... Uh, it's heartfelt, you know, because uh, Kelly's such a good friend of mine, Um and I, I can come down here in the basement and, and, and look at it any time and, and just sit and, and reminisce of all the good times Kelly and I have had together over the years. Um, but it's cool because, um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm part of it. He, 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 he involves me in, uh, in the artwork as well, uh, you know, asking me uh, specific uh, cards that, you know, I'd like to see and, and, and this and that, and then allows me to, you know, pick the artist proofs. Um, so for me, it's, it's, it's really heartfelt. Uh, Kelly's such a good friend of mine. And, um, again, like, you know, I, I would never sell the collection ever, um, to anybody. I, I don't, I don't care what, what the price would ever come up to be, but I would never sell the, the collection just simple because it means that much to me. Uh, you know, being that Kelly's such a good friend. Kelly, what does Max collection mean to you? Uh, like you said, that's pretty special. I mean, for all those cards to end up in the same place and yeah, there's a lot of, uh, my heart and soul poured into those cards, you know, and for Mac to, uh, you know, just money's no object. It's going to, you know, get it no matter what he's going to beat you off eBay, you know, uh, that's insane. Like I, I brag all the time about Mac's collection. Like, I don't even know if I tell Mac that a lot, but you know, I, I talk about, I show pictures. i um, glad you recently send, sent me some updated uh, photos, but um, yeah, uh, it means a lot. I mean, that, I mean, how humbling and what an honor, you know, and I love Mac to death. Like you said, we have, we have so many memories and stories together, like uh, uh, probably a lot um, that wouldn't be appropriate on this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, um, but yeah, it, it means a great deal to me. It really does. Um, it, it's just amazing. It's amazing. And like I said, I do really want to take my kids to Mac's house one day and show them the collection. Like, cause they, my kids see it, you know, they see the cards sitting off on the side or, you know, um, sometimes I have to sacrifice time with my kids. Like dad's got to finish, you know, let me do three cards and, you know, we'll do that, you know, so but um, but it, it does. It, it means a lot, man. It, it really does. And uh, I'm just as long as Mac wants to collect them, I'll try to keep drawing them. You know, as long as I have the time. Excellent, Kelly. Once again, where can people find you if they're looking at, to at least see the work before it gets to Mac? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and I post almost everything uh, of my art on my Instagram first, Twitter second. Um, uh, but everything out in the world is at Cobb One Art, K O B O N E A R T. And I have a Twitch, um, Instagram. Uh, I have a YouTube channel under the same name where I take my Twitch streams and then I time lapse them. So you can see them kind of, you know, two hour stream come to life in two minutes. That is so cool, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. um, So there's tons on there you can watch. But um, Instagram, if you want to see my uh, my catalog, I mean, I've got almost 3000 posts on there. And since I think I joined Instagram in 2013. Um, so it's a lot. It's a lot on there. There's a lot of Star Wars sprinkled in there, different video games, um, commissions. But yeah, uh, it's at Cobb One Art. Um, and yeah, please say, hey, come hang out and Twitch sometime. We're, we're all a bunch of, uh, you know, artists and very um, supportive of each other. So it's really cool. It's a good time. Excellent. Some of the uh, sketch card artists will pop up in there every now and again. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mac, I know that um, you are... are probably a little active in the Facebook group, but you also had mentioned, and these may be harder to come by, uh, you do something else with your time as well on occasion? Yeah, so I've been making duck calls for about 10 years now. Uh, just hand handmade, one of a kind, uh, one of ones. Um, it, I've, I've, there's no telling how many calls I've made over the years, literally hundreds upon hundreds of calls. Uh, it's it's uh, it's not something I, I focus on anymore so much. Uh, I, I still do it. Uh, I recently uh, set my shop back up after about a two year break. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to uh, this spring uh, to try to get in there and make some turkey calls. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's, it's always uh, it always has been a passion of mine. Um, but uh, and Kelly actually did uh, all my logos um, oh, for. Nice. Uh, for my uh, my duck call and uh business and whatnot but um but yeah it's uh it's certainly uh, i i i was humbled by a a mentor of mine um to put family and friends first um i kind of got caught up too much uh in in making them um and was missing out on a lot of stuff so i I decided to kind of slow my roll and take a step back and um, it's not as important as it used to be. So, well, and I think what you may have found, or you know, find between the two of you is uh, one a great relationship, but two, I think you you can really um, match probably better than anybody. You know, having a great you know something that is your hobby and your passion, but also uh, someone something that kind of comes close to home. So you kind of, in my opinion, I think you have the best of both worlds there. Uh, so it's something very envious to have, and uh, I just wanted to say it was a it was a privilege and honor to get you both on tonight, and uh, to get a chance to talk to you. And um, you know, it's one of those when I you know I, I open up what I have, and uh, you know, spoiler alert, you're getting the card. Um, we'll we'll figure out the details <laughs> and things like that. that. That's I figure I'm like I don't want to string anybody along on this, but the, this card when I I opened it, and I was like, I, I don't think it really belongs to me. I think it belongs to you. Uh, and I mean that, that it's one of those where I'm like, you know, it's what you want most. You want your, you want something to have a story to it, but what I opened, what I opened was a lot more than what I bargained for. And, uh, and it's been a a privilege to be able to tell this, 
story behind the card and also the story behind you too. And I just wanted to say thank you very much for being on tonight. Yeah, man. Thanks for you. Yeah. Thank you. This is amazing. And just the steps that have led to this, to the, us being here talking about the, you know, found the card. Uh, I was tagged in Facebook, hopped in, then I tagged Mac, of course, Mac hops in and then it just, you know, went from there and it, it is, you're right. It is a great story, you know, and I like telling it. So excellent but it was it, it was an honor and a privilege to be here too sir i appreciate it thank you for your time once again my thanks to both kelly and mac for being on the program tonight it was a real treat to get a chance to talk with them and have them share their story and their bond it's uh, such an amazing thing and i was really happy to uh to get to find out more about them and like i said the friendship that they've had for so long and uh, it's just what a really great story. I can't say that enough. I'm also happy to report, as you are listening to this, that this card has made it safely into Mac's collection. And uh, it will be, uh, it's, I'm really honored to have that as part of it. And uh, was was, like I said, just an amazing time. I, I'm stumbling over my words, but uh, what a great, uh, what a great story. If you have any feedback for tonight's program, you can do this so in a number of ways. You can leave a comment on the Instagram post for this episode. You can also DM me on Instagram at RebelBaseCard. You can find me on Twitter, also at RebelBaseCard, as well as Facebook. You can also email the program, greg at RebelBaseCard.com. You can find the show notes for this and all episodes on the website, RebelBaseCard.com. I'm going to be trying to update that website over the coming weeks to kind of give it a little more functionality as well. Stay tuned. In the Star Wars Card Trader app, you can find me at CornFedTech. If you are a sketch card artist or Star Wars artist or collector, cosplayer, and you want to talk about your work, your craft, your passion, drop me a line and maybe we can work something out. You can also help out the show by leaving a comment and review on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast where you can find it. Otherwise, I ask you, keep those cards out of the hands of the Empire, and I'll talk to you guys soon. The music for this podcast is brought to you under a Creative Commons license from Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails. This is Discipline off the album The Slip. This podcast is not affiliated in any way with Topps, Disney, or Star Wars, nor is it endorsed by Disney or Lucasfilm, and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders here in the U.S. and abroad. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com.